Hey folks, welcome to Show Me Your Mic. This is episode number 123 of your podcast about podcasting. On this episode, I've got uh, Dave Rupert on. He's the host, co-host of shoptalkshow.com, a side quest, and also Two Minute Paul, three different podcasts. And we're talking about podcasting. We're talking about figuring out a format for your show and also how kids bring disease into our homes and are awful. Something new for this episode, we've got a sponsor, thanks to Gumroad. Visit gumroad.com to check out how you can sell stuff online. Gumroad.com slash show me your mic is where you can go to show your support for the podcast, as well as check out and sign up for Gumroad. And you'll hear a little bit more about them later on in the show. For now, let's get to my interview and conversation with Dave. Yeah, it's that time of year, I think, for kids and... uh I, I've often, I tweeted, I remember a while ago, but like the kids are kind of like a, a, an early warning signal for when you're going to get <laughs> sick. So like the knowing that my daughter, I, except here's the thing, this, this is not a parenting podcast, but, um, so we up here, I don't know how you guys do the flus, uh, shots and stuff. Do you do that down there? Or is that not allowed anymore in the States? Well, we'd have a sophisticated healthcare system here in <laughs> the heard. United States, uh, Chris, <laughs> um, best in the world. I'm told, yeah. uh, it's the best. Best healthcare, huge. It's huge, I hear. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, we, do you do the flu shots there? We have them, yeah. If but you want to, if but not. it's it's not like you go down to Walgreens and you get stabbed in the arm. I mean, it's not really. You know, my daughter is actually the only one who got the flu shot, and she just got <laughs> sick. So, I know there's no correlation. It was like yeah. her school is a petri dish, so she just yeah. got it from there. And so, there's no correlation. But like the, but like. Yeah, it's, I don't know, I need to get a flu shot just to make sure, because, yeah, if, like, the kids are starting to if they're dropping. be viral, yeah, I need to at least have that. Uh, and only to say, like, I'm 30, what, 38 now? Oh, my God. I'm 38, and if you get the flu, ooh, that's, like, three weeks, you know? It's, well, if you, if, you're, if you don't die that, If you don't die, yeah, at this age, I mean... <laughs> and fall down i don't know that's yeah. a terrible joke but like yeah. no if you like if you like get sick you're just out and it's miserable and terrible so which you yeah. working from home like you do as you do or working for Zero yourself I guess, too i mean you work with guys but like you have a crew but it still is like yeah we're we're three. we all live in the same city but we're 100 percent distributed <laughs> <laughs> three person but a three person business still you take one one peg of that tripod what is the yeah uh, yeah you kick a leg out from the stool pretty good yeah so and i mean we cover and and everything's fine and you know clients understand and they don't expect 100 percent health you know that's uh uh that's not a guarantee we give in our contract but um (laughs) you were actually guest number one of this little experiment that i started way back three or four years ago i don't know how long and uh and so i appreciate you coming back first of all on short notice a little bit of a scheduling fun as as often happens any podcaster who has guests knows that can happen so i appreciate <laughs> you doing that and uh but uh but also appreciate you your first one to take a chance on returning a skype call or whenever that whatever i did back then i can't remember what technology i was using back then to oh it was probably with. skype probably so yeah like i've been old, saying old uh, skype the uh, skype. skype actually has been again knock on whatever my desk is here but the this Skype, aside from being a, a user interface disaster, actually has been audio visually really stable and really good. Uh, for I've been using it with Ecamm Live to live stream. This one's not being live streamed, but um, and it's 
it's been surprisingly good because it's uh yeah quality wise held up audio conversation stuff held up i know you, you guys over at shop talk you've been using the zoom to talk but then you record your own end on each computer so it doesn't really matter what the quality is like per se yeah, but if you're doing like live streaming, you do need a level of quality. Did you hear about that Skype white noise thing? Did you hear about that? No. Apparently, Skype in the call like adds a a small amount of white noise filter to uh, other audio so that it sounds like a phone call or something. Otherwise, it's like too crystal clear. I can maybe dig up the article, but it okay. was really fascinating. There's like a Skype white noise that gives just a little bit of crackle like they were in, intentionally just so that it wasn't super great call that seems real i guess the yeah uh, what's yeah the, I, i'm trying to figure out what the conspiracy angle is there so that they're not because it, it would make sense then if they said upgrade to skype pro and or maybe it was to fill in the gaps right like right. in so you like know the audio algorithm. quality is pretty bad because it's ultra compressed or whatever but i think it was maybe just like to so, like, when it gets quiet on a call, you're not just listening to utter silence. You're listening to a little bit of, like, a shh, mm. Yeah. Anyway, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll look for it. Um, yeah, white noise and Skype call. Anyway, it's just interesting. And maybe certain head cam or headphones, like, kind of. Accentuate uh, it. Yeah. Know, accentuate it. Yeah. Huh. Anyway, that's a, anyway, that, that's a thing I learned about recently. And no now reason. I'm just spilling gossip. I don't even know if it's true. I can't even find it. <laughs> Well, because so the, the one of the interesting angles since last we talked, whatever the, it's three or four years. I mean, we've talked, but but on on this show for the purpose of the people who listen to this show and assume that we haven't spoken since you were on the podcast in episode one, because <laughs> we're all characters in people's minds. Um, you have you at that time you were on a Mac, and now you switched mm-hmm. over to Windows. Not just just now, but like. Over the last over the last four years, four, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and that was like, was it driven primarily like gaming fun is on the Windows thing, and then kind of like everything else kind of comes along with that, or what was the motivation? That, that was part of it. Um, my whole goes Windows experiment was part because you know I, I was like I want to start gaming with my friends or doing gaming, um, but uh, like the major piece of it was actually my podcast Shop Talk Show. Like I looked at the stats and. You know, the the split was 50-50 Windows and Mac across the world. And that was really surprising because my, like, sense of web developers and people who would listen to the show was, like, 100, no, 98% Mac. Um, I mean, I think we had one guest, Kimberly Blessing, who had a PC. And we were like, you know, how she was like, how do I record? And we were like, uh... Uh, give us a wave file. I don't even know a sound recorder, you know, or windows media player. I don't even know, you know, we like, but she had like audacity or something already installed. So that worked out. Um, but you know, looking at the stats, you know, we get a lot of questions from not just America, but around the world, you know, and, and developers and, you know, places like India or Indonesia would like write in and say, Oh, you know, I, I want to do get into web development or, you know, my, uh, designer only hands me sketch files. What do I do? You know, or what, you know, should I buy a Mac for web development? You know? And, you know, our, our advice was just like, yeah, buy a Mac lol, like just figure it out, you know, which that's okay to, I don't know, Westerners. Uh, but like, uh, but like if you're in a, 
position where a Mac is like, you know, half a year salary or something, you know, like I don't exactly know the exchange rates or whatever, but like you can't, you know, like that's not a cool answer. That's not a viable answer when like a windows laptop can be $300, you know, um, like versus 3000. <laughs> so quite literally an order of magnitude more expensive. So, um, what, so what do you do, you know? And so I just was like unhappy with our answer to that question. Like, how do I do web dev on windows, you know, and most of web dev on windows, at least then was, was mostly .net. So you'd open up visual studio, just do whatever .net tells you to do and, and launch a website, um, or Java, you know, a lot of Java developers. Um, but yeah, I, I just was starting to get uncomfortable with that answer, you know? And, and, um, so I pitched it to Microsoft. I was like, you give me a computer and we'll switch and I'll switch and I'll try switching for like a year. I'll commit to a year. And, and, and I originally wanted money from them. I was like, you pay me <laughs> and I switch, you know, cover up the cover. And they're like, no, we'll just give you a device. And we we're like, oh, well, okay, fine. So I got a device and I, uh, uh, got on it. It took a long time to kind of, it took about a month to switch over like my whole dev flow and stuff like that. But I finally switched over and yeah, finally like started understanding, you know, how it all goes together, how I'm going to work. Installing Ruby was a pain. It didn't work. It just straight up, like it was in September and I was looking at pull requests from, January that had never been merged into a pro like a, a gem like and I just it was just not it, like you know no one paid attention because no one had a Windows machine and no one cared so that like quite literally that was the issue yeah. so I raised those issues Microsoft responded worked with people got you know some of those blockers fixed which was really awesome uh, but then that next year in, I guess, April at build 2015 or something, they announced that they were going to do a uh, bash on windows, which basically puts Linux inside windows somehow. I don't know, <laughs> but it's in there now and you can download Ubuntu from the app store, which is incredible, you know? Yeah. Um, so that changed my development life. I mean, honestly, I would have had to switch back for switch back if they had not implemented that feature just because it was, it was too tough, you know, but the, I like a lot about windows. That's, that's the thing too, is I like a lot about it. Um, and then I do have picked up a bit of a PC gaming habit, which, you know, for better or for worse. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like it, it's, it's, I don't know. It, it suits my aesthetic. That's why I always say like, you know, it, it, it's very, I don't know, flat design, very type driven icon driven, um, all responsive. The entire OS is responsive. Like it, it feels very, I don't know, web inspired, which is kind of how I like things. So, yeah. And it, I would guess that the similar, there's a similar vibe certainly in the, or a parallel to like in the podcasting world where you sort of get into this, the, or I found anyways, I get into like this funnel of like, or, or, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The, the sort of closed minded group anyways of like, it's all Mac podcasters are using Mac. Cause why would you, there's no uh, audio hijack on windows. So well, why would you even bother a hundred percent of podcasts are four guys sitting around talking about yeah. Macintosh. <laughs> exactly. So. <laughs> and so you don't have too many, is that an internet Explorer cup you even have? Oh yeah. It's a Microsoft edge cup. Nice. 
now built with Chrome. Uh, yeah, now built with Chrome. <laughs> but uh, well, it does have a Chrome E. That's that was maybe like a little. Wasn't I know a little, a little foreshadowing, yeah. and they didn't. Uh, I didn't pick up on it. Nobody I saw that have. one coming. I didn't do my duty. So. <laughs> But uh, but it, you can sort of li- living in a vacuum. I think is what I was le- searching for earlier. But like where it feels like, oh, of course everybody's on on Mac. Why would you even bother? But I do get yeah, even whether it's with clients or with or with people through this show over the years where, where they'd ask for podcasting advice and like I I just have to shrug and say I don't know. I guess you you yeah like Windows Explorer Recorder or something or other. Like I I have history with Windows and and I have my yeah. my Mac is uh, boot camped into Windows just so I can basically diet overwatch but mm-hmm. otherwise um yeah it's it's a strange world but it is switching for me too just out of that there's certain things on the doing the streaming thing where windows i don't know what it is windows cpu windows operating system combination of the two some sort of hardware encoding whatever stuff where on the streaming side uh 800 pc can kick the butt of my three thousand oh. dollar imac and i, I mean drives me mental <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like I don't want to like. <laughs> I'm not king evangelist. They don't uh, like uh, they do don't this for me, yeah. but <laughs> they don't pay me. But like, like OBS, you know, every you know, I was like, I think I'm gonna get into streaming. I, I stream Overwatch, uh, you know, and I I've thought about doing like a dev stream on Twitch. Um, and I I I was like, oh, you know, how do I do it? And everyone's like, oh, do OBS, OBS, and I downloaded OBS. It's not great, you know. it's it's like there's power in there but it's one of those windows apps you're like your legacy vision of windows where you download it and you're like yep 50 percent chance that's a virus you know (laughs) that's oops well let's just hope it's not that bad or it's it's only bitcoin i don't know let's just hope but there's this thing called Streamlabs obs which is by a company but it's basically that open source project now in in a different wrapper so it which is very user friendly and very great i don't know if it's for mac i no. maybe no but anytime oh. i've asked about it they they say because i it actually doesn't funny enough so i you know did the boot camp thing then Streamlabs obs or slobs came out and and i was like oh great i can try this out i got the windows machine it works except for whatever reason their slobs is not uh, the driver support or whatever under bootcamp does not work. And so it ah. just crashes. So each time, every time I boot up windows, I fire up Streamlabs OBS just to see, and it seems to get a little bit further each time. So whatever <laughs> they're doing the, and the uh, loader gets a little farther. Yeah. Down. So it doesn't, it, now I can get to like the loading screen where I can start to build a scene and then it crashes. So, um, I, I mean, it's sort of like the, it's sort of like a race between, uh, yeah, whether I cave and get the windows box or Streamlabs OBS adds support for Mac, and we'll see what comes first, I guess. But yeah, well, it has to update every time I download. So yeah. this actually was maybe a mistake to open, but <laughs> um, but but it's so cool, and it makes yeah. it so easy. And like you, it all the alerts and all the like bling, you know, like oh, dance emoji because like you tip me or whatever. You know, I think I have it set up to play the Owen Wilson wow every time yeah. somebody follows me or whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's wow. just fun. That's what, like I get. I get people being afraid of like turning on a live stream, and that's like its own sort of performance anxiety and all that stuff or whatever. But like to me, it's just like a fun thing like to experiment with, and maybe that's just how I'm wired, I guess. But and we're seeing even like in the web dev world, like so many people, like you mentioned, doing live coding, like they're doing like these you know Twitch shows where it's just like a guy or girl on a screen with code, and that's it. Like, yeah. There's no, <laughs> there's no game that you're following. You're just like watching someone code, which is 
amazing and cool and like why not and and i love that it's enabling that kind of stuff these days Suze hinton she's no op cat on twitch she does like a sunday show she's big into iot javascript like internet of things and Suze hinton she'll her her streets maybe two hours long i don't know but the first half hour or hour is her just reading GitHub issues, like drinking coffee, reading GitHub issues. And I love it because I love <laughs> that that is like actually what it is. And so she just like, you know, looks at pull requests and she's like, OK, I see what he's trying to do. OK, they're, you know, oh, they're trying. OK, you know. Yeah. And she's just merging pull requests. And it's like whatever compelling content. I just it's so interesting. Um you know, and, and I know you can like, uh, like I know you can stream on Mac and, and with, uh, Ecamm live and, and stuff. I like that's, I, but what I find interesting is like windows, at least for like these video gamer kids and stuff like that, uh, who play overwatch and Fortnite exclusively uh, all the time. <laughs> um, it, it's, it's, you know, Mac used to be or is I are always considered the creative platform, right? Like it's designers with horn rim glasses like myself <laughs> um, doing like Pixel whatever perfect. creative. Yeah. yeah garage banding and things like that. Windows still doesn't have like the garage bandy stuff, but it just has like the it's enabling starting to enable people to make just content, you know, through apps like Streamlabs and things like that. Just kind of like they're they're producing you know and and maybe it's millennials but like it you know it used to be you had to do a youtube and you had to get a 4k camera and like record that and then like edit it and then mix in some background audio and and you know some 3d graphics and stuff you know and now it's like no i just turn on a camera and play overwatch (laughs) you know that's (laughs) that's content now you know like what a cool world um you know there is I, i will say um, I, I will say there's a huge, you know, I think everybody is very familiar with like, um, uh, like the difference between like produced and, and off the cuff and off the cuff generally isn't that great or it's a lot more quantity than, than quality. But, yeah. You know, it's, yeah. Anyway, it's just interesting, interesting world. So, well, it's certainly like the, um, even my nephew, I was just thinking he like, he's this Christmas is like asking everybody for like. PC Windows PC computer parts basically and like trying to cobble together he's 12 years old and trying to build a PC with the the goal I think of becoming a famous you know video game player or whatever but like even still it's just like the fact that that's a thing that he can do and and it's not even it doesn't even enter his mind like his fa- his parents my my sister or whatever they have a Mac but it doesn't even enter his mind that he would even use that that box cuz everybody he sees is yeah is a, on a Windows machine and that's how you do it like it's not a <laughs> yeah it's just not an option yeah Um, and it it does like windows kind of backwards walked into this you know industry as being the de facto standard for that and and mac not that this is a mac pc podcast but like it does feel like you would have thought mac would have been like right in there like hey we we do video we're the media people you know and and that they jump all over this and see this as a huge but again it's it's kind of like it goes back to i think apple's blind spot to gaming and and fun on a computer (laughs) that you have fun as long as there's a creative output at the end that you can put into a nice book or onto a video or a dvd or whatever onto your apple conveniently sold by apple yeah (laughs) (laughs) Um, no but yeah no i I, yeah they kind of go for the artifact right not the like just 
nonsense, uh, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Why didn't? What is the? I'm blanking on what the the video app for uh, Apple is. Is like it Final Cut Pro? You mean or like? Yeah. Or what was the cheap version? iMovie? iMovie. Yeah. Like why didn't? Why didn't iStream come out or something like that? You know, like, like where's that app? That that app should be there. But anyway, yeah. Um, well, it's, it's it, all yeah. Bringing it back like the podcast where they, they they added podcasting into GarageBand, and that was kind of like a oh good they're they they get podcasting I think, but there's there's an easy business they can get into, and it's not gaming I think, and then, so that's why they kind of like are are okay with associating with that world I guess. But mm-hmm. like every company now like they're. There's companies who are building like like Streamlabs OBS, but then there's like add-on stuff for just like targeted purely at streamers. Whether it's the graphic overlays that people are making and selling that stuff, or the like noise sound effects. Uh, what, there's other stuff like just software on top that you're laying or layering on top of this stuff to enable. And people are just like building a business around just that kind of stuff. There's tons of streaming software that we haven't even touched on that people can use and and mess around with it aren't just from like the big companies like Wirecast or whatever and stuff anymore. And so, yeah, big business, yeah, big money. No, I mean, Bitmoji, um, which are those kind of like kind of weird geeky <laughs> yeah. emoji. They're awesome. I want some, but, um, you know, yeah. Overlays. Like I, I, what's cool is I use what I knew, which is HTML. And I started making overlays in with HTML. So I have like a code pen. I update with my win loss record. Right. And, like and I that goes on my stream and it's just a little widget so it's kind of amazing what you can do you know like yeah you just it it's it's cool like and and I I I think it fits into this context of showing me your mic just the <laughs> podcasting angle just because like you know I mean podcasting what is was very uh, two thousand seven, six, seven, it sort of like hit a stride, yeah, or like at least got into Apple iTunes. Like that's a big deal, and then like you know, podcasting was just a nerd ha- hobby until Serial. I feel like, and then Serial hit, and now it's like everyone has at least a podcast app on their phone, and then and now people are picking up a lot more. There's a lot more good content. But you know, I, I, in some ways, the 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 internet has not gone to more audio. <laughs> the internet has gone to more video and streaming, and and so I th- I I think you do a great job of like exploring tools. And I saw you playing with TikTok lately, um, which I love. I like to. Are you on there? I'm on I'll there, but I don't you. post. Yeah, I don't post. Oh yeah, That's, I just. Yeah. I just lurk because I'm afraid of teenagers yeah. and I don't want to get made fun of by teenagers. <laughs> <I know>. so. <laughs> um, totally. But it's fun, you know, and it's like Vine. I, I like Vine quite a bit. Very di- still sad it, it disappeared. Um, but it's got that. Yeah, it has that, that feeling. Yeah. Vibe. Um, it's not that, you know, so I don't want to be like, oh, it's Vine too. You know, it's way more centered around music and, and kind of, I don't know, like you act like, you know, your lip syncing or something like that. Like, I think that it used to be a lip syncing app or something before. Yeah. I don't know. Listen, but, Lee or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I mean, it's just about geeking around. It's fun. Like vine was fun, you know? Um, so I, I, anyway, but, but there's also just memes. I don't understand like the 
flicking over paper thing. <laughs> just like <laughs> I can watch about two of those and then I'm bored. And then, but they do it all the time. They still do it. Yeah. It's one of those things where I feel like it's not a, like I explore that. And I think I start to get annoyed with myself or whatever. Like, what's the business angle for this? And like, why would you, even if I was talking to a client, like, I don't think like, you know, local flower shops should be on kit or kit cat no tiktok whatever it is tiktok yeah. yeah you know it has to have a presence on there or whatever but it's just kind of like i tweeted the other day like it's just it it reminds me of the fun of the web where you're just like someone would even like you'd listen to a podcast and you'd like i remember like cutting out little things of like dan benjamin saying something stupid and then tweeting it back to him or whatever and like um stuff like that like what twitch enables with like um their clips thing too is is to me like a, a an amount of like a little fun little hidden thing that you can do with the web and remix share show off fun stuff you do and that's where podcasting itself doesn't have an easy way to do that so we have to go outside of the the medium the mp3s basically to do some of that and so like i was thinking like gosh maybe i could set up a good stuff tiktok account where we just share like because half of what's fun on tiktok is like some dumb audio that doesn't isn't really funny originally just dave saying Mm -hmm. something from shop talk show let's say out of context but then you get a 12 year old kid who reenacts that with his buddies in a silly, stupid way. And all of a sudden that has like a hundred thousand likes. And it's like, yeah, nobody, yeah. that's kid, like, yeah. Kid puts a shoe on his head and just mouths to the words I'd said. And it's funny. Yeah. And <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah. But- <laughs> that's what I was, I was talking to my wife last night. It was like our eight year old son, he would, he would love, like he might kill on there too. Like for all I know, but he would love it. Like, he, but then I guess as going back to the parenting podcast part is like, how do you, there's no way to like set them up with an account that doesn't have like the nearly naked women and the guys talking with the naked women and the whatever stuff going on. It's not kid friendly by that's, any means. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, that's a big conversation. We have, we tell, you know, uh, my kid, he gets in trouble if he opens up the YouTube app by himself. And, and that's only to say like, we've had the, that I heard somebody say it. So it's not an original Dave Rupert thought at all, but you know, YouTube and these sites or whatever are places where anyone can upload stuff without grownups knowing, you know, <laughs> it's <laughs> like, like no, you know, grownups don't like, don't like approve this content, you yeah. know? And so sometimes bad people put bad stuff up or whatever, um, and, or inappropriate. He understands inappropriate. So like inappropriate stuff. And he gets that. He gets like, oh, I need like a grown up to kind of navigate the waters here on the Internet um, or at least on YouTube. And so but yeah, this this would have the same problem, right? Like, I mean, you're, you know, Vine had that problem, too. I mean, I'll, I'll be watching Vines in the kitchen. I still watch Vines <laughs> like on YouTube <laughs> compilations. Um, but, it, you know, you'd be like, you're like, oh, funny, you know, there's a kid talking with the shoe on his head and then the next one's just foul mouth yeah. like mega yelling and you're just like whoops like <laughs> i should have had headphones yeah. in you know like yeah so that's you know same thing i mean it's and you know you can't shield your kids forever i don't want to sound like a no like a but an eight-year-old versus a 16-year-old obviously there's a yeah or a four-year-old right there's a level <laughs> yeah. of appropriateness although i did i walked my son to school he's in kindergarten he's only five but i did hear like a fifth grader just drop the f-bomb <laughs> just like was six feet from a teacher too and i just <laughs> i almost called him out but i just was like my dude you cannot but you know he's i 
I sensed it in the voice, you know, I'm like, he's getting this from like streamer dudes, you know, like those are his, uh, his idols. And so he's just emulating this, like, like what the F dude, you know, like kind of. Yeah. streamer dude attitude that's you know? my my, so, my boys they play like they're like pretend to be playing Fortnite, you know like in the yard or whatever and they're like okay hey, you'll be alia you be ninja or whoever like you know and like they're pretending yeah. instead of like pretending to be Sidney crosby playing hockey or whatever like they're pretending to be <laughs> the streamers or whatever and like somehow right. yeah. they're the, the stars yeah. right so yeah. somewhere out there there's a kid pretending to be dave rupert coding and and recording a podcast i think right that's well, the dream. That poor, that poor kid. <laughs> um. This episode of Showing Your Mic is brought to you by Gumroad. Gumroad is a super cool, fun, easy to use e-commerce platform for digital content creators, including podcasters, musicians, writers, teachers, and of course more. I personally think it's one of the easiest ways if you want to sell a digital thing. Uh, it could be a PDF, it could be some artwork, it could be uh, MP3 of maybe a collection of funny fart noises that Dave has made on Shop Talk Show with his mouth that I put together and sell. Uh, all sorts of things, courses, anything you can almost sell or distribute online, you could package up as something you could sell on Gumroad. So if you want to check it out, I encourage you to go to gumroad.com slash show me your mic, just the show name in there to check it out. That'll tell them you found out about it or heard about it through this podcast, which helps us out and also gives them a little awareness that podcast sponsorship is a great thing to be a part of. I know from personal experience, having used Gumroad myself to sell courses and stuff on in the past when I was doing that, it works really well, makes it super easy. They have built-in things like newsletter. Uh, you can do, of course, all sorts of analytics and tracking so you can be aware of where folks are coming from and, and what they're doing and how they're finding out about you. And my brother-in-law actually sells patterns, basically PDFs, but patterns that he makes and, and sells to folks based on that they find out about on his uh, YouTube channel. And that's enough that he does that to, and supports his whole family off of basically off of Gumroad's platform, which uh, is crazy awesome that you can do that now and that he's able to do that, of course. So I really encourage you to check out Gumroad if you're looking to do any sort of digital content creation that you want to maybe put a price on or sell some of it. You can do, give away some of it. You can sell some of it, all sorts of options and, and things for products that you can sell on Gumroad. And so again, please check out gumroad.com slash show me your mic. And uh, my thanks to Gumroad for sponsoring show me your mic. So podcasting on Windows, going back to what what we started with, yeah. What's what are some of, like when you switched from Mac to Windows? What are some of the like gotchas and like oh crap I missed this, but oh crap or oh great this is here kind of you know the pluses and minuses of the switch that that you remember happening? Yeah. So um, comparing to Mac, you know uh, the the biggest thing would be no audio hijack, right? No like just lovely interface to record audio. Um, when I started, it, it was very much like sound recorder, um, was the app, you know, like the legacy yeah. one that you use to make fart sounds on your weird, <laughs> like, uh, the pointer mic, you know, the little one that sat on your desk. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah. And it was, it was awful. Um, but now they have voice recorder, which is kind of the native voice recording app. It records an MP4. It's pretty good. I mean, 
all things considered, I think it does pretty good quality. That's what I hand off to you to edit shop talk. And, um, it, it seems to do good. I'll, I'll talk about my audio fiasco the other day, but, <laughs> uh, man, anyway, so that's that. Um, but you know, for mixing, you know, no garage band, no logic. Um, I ended up through my creative cloud account, I have Adobe Audition CC, mm-hmm. uh, which turns out is like pretty good for podcasts. Like there's a lot of power in there. You can, you know, you you know, that background noise thing that happens in every podcast, like somebody's air conditioner running. Um, you can actually filter that out in there because um, it, it'll take like a noise profile and then noise cancel it basically throughout your whole audio track. Um I have not figured out how to do that. I read a tutorial about halfway and then was like, I'm done. So it's just going to sound bad. Um, (laughs) So I do a little bit of audio mixing in there. I I will say not, you know, this is a insider podcast. You know, it's not my favorite tool. In some ways, you know, from like a garage band or logic point of view, like it's so good, you know, at, at like audio and clipping and splitting tracks and, and where you like, you know, arranging and sliding things and the scaling, you know, is so good, especially for podcasts on an hour mark. I feel like audition is optimized for like a three minute track, you know, just the UI. Oh, how yeah. it like lays sort of music and, and that kind of stuff like a, or movie. Maybe, yeah. Like or... a three minute, 16 track piece, you know, um, very like that. And so I don't, I don't feel like it's the, the, I don't feel like it's quite what you want from like, like a audio production suite, like a podcast thing going the other way. There's audacity, which is like old school, man. I mean, (laughs) you know, like that's like the king of Kings for like audio recording, but, um, it is, but it's buggy, man. That, you know, in, the first, you know, because it's open source, you don't have an MP3 codec. So you got to go install an MP3 codec, whatever that means. And then you have that. And then I just, it's, it's fine. It's good, but, but it's buggy and it can crash. And then you're like, I don't know what happened. And then I have like a 17 gig, you know, audacity file on my desktop that I can't open. And, and, you know, that's, that's not what you want. Yeah. Um, one of the foibles of the voice recorder app, which I talked about before, is if you minimize it, it stops recording. So, <laughs> really, gotcha. <laughs> um, don't do that. Um, so I just uh, anyway, I you can you just leave it up. Don't don't mess with. It. I think they're fixing that, or it might be fixed already. But I just. I just now have trained myself never, never <laughs> minimize that app or else uh, you die. So you need like a little uh, buzzer in your chair that like anytime you hover near the minimize thing, it just like shocks you or whatever, like a, oh, sort of a cattle. Oh, product. right now it's, there's like a window behind it, you know, um, and it, and I'm like, oh no, dude, you messed up. And yeah, because uh, <laughs> if you click that window, you'll not see it. And it's possible you minimize it and you don't know. It. Yeah, yeah. So it's, big point of stress so yeah i know there's lots of like a I, I know a friend of my podcast guy ray ortega does like lives and dies in audition and so i think it's like a 
a thing on the, but he does it on the Mac. So I don't know if the Mac UI is different than I would guess it's similar to I the think Windows it's UI. all the same, yeah. just like Photoshop and whatever. Yeah. So but uh it's you know, potato potato or whatever kind of thing with some of that. But but I I I, I agree in terms of just like some of the I don't know what the word is, the smoothness of the UI or whatever. It's just audition and audacity both kind of feel very like a Windows app to me and don't feel kind of like nice i don't i can't put a finger on why exactly <laughs> yeah it, you know the the tell right of any podcast or audio editing software is how quickly can i zoom and scale the whole track right like go from one hour to 30 seconds one hour to 30 seconds um on audacity it's this big scroller that you like scroll and you know kind of like uh a buffer, I guess, or like, you know, I want to show, show me this much or show me this much. It's, it's a little line on the top, a little window, I guess you'd say, um, almost like the loop mechanism. I want to loop from here to here. It's like a zoomer mechanism. Um, it is, you know, and you mouse wheel, you know, like to get down to the minute you want and then you grab it and then you like, you know, move it to the actual part you want. And so that is bad, you know? Um, (laughs) For some reason, you know, any of the other ones, you know, you just like you just highlight the clip you want or whatever, or like put the timer where you kind of want it. And then you do the zoomer and it'll like stay the time piece will stay in the middle and it'll just get bigger, yeah. smaller, bigger. You know, that's that's the tell for a good audio app. Mm-hmm. And in audition, I feel like doesn't hit that muster. So. Yeah, yeah and that's just, why I think just, I could handle. I can understand the worry. Like, not that we're. I'm not advocating or for saying like podcasters. The, the horizon or the future is Windows. You need to be get ready for this or anything like that. Like, so obviously, if you're happy on the Mac, you're happy on the Mac. If you're happy in Windows state, like, there's no, there's no. Both platforms are going to be around for a long time. But I know for me, anytime I've thought about the idea, like I, I'm, I'm not averse to switching just for the sake of switching. And like, kind of like what you did with on the dev side, like just to have the experience of it. I think it would help me as a. Uh, someone who helps audio folks with podcasts generally to be able to help Windows folks because there's a lot of as as we know <laughs> there is actually a lot of Windows people out there in the world and um and so to be able to speak to that but again like the to to do like a full time gig as editing podcasts then is it's tough and so you're kind of like trying to balance one foot in both worlds um so it's admirable that you you took the plunge on behalf of Windows developers around the world for. <laughs> the website well yeah no i just i really wanted to like expose the other side and and kind of take a tour and and experience a strange new land you know (laughs) and um and we had like a working relationship with microsoft in the past i kind of had i was exposed by proximity i guess to what they were doing so it's not absurd you know that i would kind of do this but you know but but the everyone i worked with at microsoft or whatever they use Max, so in tip for creative work inside. So it was, you know, um, still a big foreign leap. And I think even some of them were like, "You sure about this, buddy?" <laughs> <laughs> but it worked out. I, you know, I'm happy now. You know, there's weird quirks and and stuff like that, but um, you know, it gets better every day. That's you know, and yeah, you know, not to make it a Mac PC uh, thing, but yeah, it, it, like the trajectory of PC right now is is pretty good. So. Yeah, and the whether you're into gaming or not, but even I think the the focus of a Windows platform, obviously not having a, a distraction like the iPhone, which obviously we, we all love our iPhones or iPads, but like they don't really have 
that issue is if it's an issue i guess of a massive platform on their mobile phone they have the surface and stuff and but um but yeah like so their focus has to be making this desktop environment laptop whatever um as good as possible yeah so yeah productive and good and and you know less crashy (laughs) i guess you might your previous windows experience might have been a lot more crashy than it is now but um and obviously, uh, I know you joke about like you, you know, you're installing some new video card and like you're, when you're building your own PC, like you did, you, I think that, that comes with the own, its risks, obviously, just like if you built a Hackintosh or some sort of, you know, custom Mac mm-hmm. somehow, and you're sort of flying outside of the safe zone on some of that stuff and bring the risks associated with it then. But I just, I enjoyed building it and I, I wanted a machine custom tailored to my needs, you know, and I thought that was really fun to do. Uh, but I did inherit a lot of problems. I think my motherboard was either bad or I overclocked it and burn out the chip or something, you know, the CPU. And like, I think I made a mistake and, um, and you know, it was hard to figure out how to fix it. I, like this fall, I just basically reordered every single part of my computer. Um, so like anyway it just was it was just such a mess you know i just was like like i have to it's crashing during skype calls and podcasts and so i need to like yeah. basically re buy all new parts and so yeah that was a that was a deal so the podcast you do shop talk show obviously uh is a web dev podcast about front-end web design and everything associated with web stuff and mm-hmm. and is worth uh well, I guess I'm I'm the editor of the show, so it's you you should all go listen to it. So if there's lots of people listening because then they continue to do the show. So then I continue to have food or money to buy food, etc. <laughs> you know, there's obviously that angle, but also just uh, for for an interesting way, I guess of of uh, just as a podcaster, go listen to the, a few episodes just to hear the dynamic, I guess of a of two friends talking about the industry and a, a thing that they care a lot about, obviously, and and the way that they incorporate guests and is, I think, unique in terms of bring, unlike what I'm doing here, where it's kind of like an interview about you and what you do. You, I like the way that you guys bring guests on. It's more like you have a bit of like a, what do you do thing, but it's more like, okay, we're going to talk about this thing about our industry and you're just another panel on our sort of round table of discussion or whatever. And I think that's an interesting angle that not a lot of podcasts, if you're just doing like the casual friends chatting about stuff podcast, um, it tends to usually be two to four, like we joked about dudes talking to Apple all the time. And I think the the way that you guys incorporate guests is a kind of a unique little spin on it. It's not like, I know it wasn't like groundbreaking, like you were the first to ever do that, but, but in this, I, I don't see a lot of podcasts sort of incorporating that because it, it is tough to schedule guests and scheduling is, is an extra headache to add to a podcast that you're trying to do weekly, especially and and men. getting guests in and scheduled is tough. And then getting quality audio capture from them is tough too. Um, can share a link in these show notes, but we built out this page for guest notes. Um, or so that we send when we invite people to, or they agree to come on the show. And we just kind of say like, here's what you need. You need like good internet. You need headphones and you need a microphone that can be the iPhone, you know, ear mic if you want, but we just need like a head, some, some decent microphone, you know, like, like we, we just need something. Yeah. Um, so, and those are kind of you boil it down to those three requirements and then we did we use uh we don't make them download logic or whatever <laughs> to capture their audio or audio hijack even we just you know like open up quick time and and make sure your mic's selected and then we'll do a three two one record hit record 
And that's basically how we do it. We try to make it as easy as possible for guests. We try to optimize for that so that people can pop in and out over a lunch break. Um, and, and I think that's a very, you know, if you're going to bring in guests, I think that's a really necessary thing you got to figure out. Um, but it also helps on the other side, have a format, you know, like, I think that's another thing, you know, we'll just talk is like, maybe not the best format, right? (laughs) Like, (laughs) like, like we'll just talk. We'll be funny. Just like when we're drinking is, is a tough format to do. Right. Um, so, you know, but like this podcast is, you know, I think you said like, you know, 45 ish minutes. Right. And, and we're going to talk about podcasting. Awesome. Let's jam. Uh, I like that. Like, like you're just very like singular topic that can be your formula. Um, ours is we do a little bit of banter, like just, but we don't, we very intentionally don't do like the, Hey, how's the weather? Or, you know, the classic cliches, right. Or, Oh, you have a strange accent. Tell me about where you live. You know, (laughs) we, we try to avoid those. Um, and get just into like, who are you? What do you do? Like, what is your, what, what, like give people a frame of reference for why you're even on this show. Like, you know, that would be a, just that's polite, right? Like, I mean, that's yeah. like you go to a party. Oh, that you don't know Jeff. The Jeff is uh Jeff works at so-and-so and he's, this is why, you know, I, I know Jeff, you know? And so now it's like, okay, Jeff's at the party. Let's talk. Yeah. You know? Um, Jeff with a G of course. Um, <laughs> Jeff. Jeff with the G. Um, and so it, it's very, uh, I, you got to do that. And then, then, yeah, but if you have your format, which ours is like, we're going to take questions and answers and, um, and, and do Q and a and walk through it and maybe we'll, you know, let us know. And, and we do that and that's before every show and, or we, we, that's every show with a guest, you know, and shows without guests are question and answer shows that, you know, listeners submitted. And so, yeah, it's very, um, you know, and we did kind of learn, um, you know, we had a couple guests where we did the Q and a just random user submitted Q and a, and it, it was very clearly outside of their wheelhouse. Like they were a designer and these are some pretty nitty gritty CSS questions. And they were just like, I got nothing, <laughs> you know? And, and we were like, Oh, this is painful. So we had to make sure that questions were very much in the wheelhouse of the guests too. Like we, right. we don't want to like, that's, it's rude to go outside of your guests wheelhouse, you know? So we, we kind of learned how to do that as well. And so that's, yeah. that's, that's tough, you know, like, cause you want to talk about whatever the new hotness edge is now based on Chrome, you know, you want to talk about that, but not everyone cares. <laughs> so, you know, if it's like a major backend dev, like they don't care, yeah. like whatever I do Java, like how is this relevant to me? But, or a designer, it's like, what's edge, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and so, but to me that as an edge user and web developer, that's very important, you know? So <laughs> what do you do? You know? Well, that's where now I think your switch to windows too helps because Chris is obviously your, your co-host or whatever on there. Chris Coyer is obviously very invested in the Mac side and like, not, not that he's a zealot or whatever, but he's, you know, has said uh, multiple times on the show, like it's, that's just, he's just too invested in it to like contemplate switching at this point. Not that he never will, but, um, and not that he has to, but it just gives him a good balance too of like, experience and and in a in a very like very small r way representation i guess of <laughs> of uh of listeners out there that now i think you open yourselves up to more folks who maybe previously dismissed you as oh that mac dev podcast or whatever web podcast and um yeah it just kind of helps to to have that experience so yeah no i mean i i we kind of took that format probably 
uh, Dig Nation was a big influence on me. Um, mm. And it's an old video and yeah. audio podcast, but it was very Mac versus PC, very punchy. Um, and, you know, I recently saw Alex Albrecht on the Blizzard live stream and I just was like, oh my God, yeah. it's Alex Albrecht. <laughs> yeah, he was like hosting the blizzcon thing or whatever blizzcon like yeah the there. blizzcon live stream yeah. and i just was having like hot sweats like <laughs> like just fanboying about this guy um but they you know that dynamic was really cool it added a lot of depth you know i listened to uh, you know some podcasts and you know i'm not no judgment zone but it's like oh tell me about your setup well i use a 2017 imac oh i use a 2017 <laughs> imac great nice to meet you <laughs> like we're the same exact person you know and and that's you know it's okay but like the the like you know i, I guess it's contrast right mm-hmm. you know like you need you need both ends of the spectrum to kind of make a make you know the spice of life so yeah so your other podcast that you do is uh help fueling or is it a result of i guess maybe your video game addiction which i don't know which came first but probably the video game addiction i would guess before you do a podcast about video games but um a side quest what's tell me a bit about that show and so a side quest is a podcast I co-host with Yan Wang, um, who is in my game squad. Um, and yeah, so it's, uh, it basically came out of the fact that we both have like a steam account with 400 games in it <laughs> that we've never played. Um, Amen, brother. Yeah, I know. Right. And then we're just, you know, it, it we just were like, you know, we should do it. Here's the format that been again, back to formax, you know, it's a standup just like at work. And, and cause we're both web people, like it's a standup. So we say, okay, what did you play last week? What are you playing this week? And do you have any blockers? You know, just like that classic standup right. format format. And, and that's it. That's how we kind of structure it. You know, we, we kind of go through and like, so what games did you play? Oh, tell me about that game, you know, and, and just sort of a format for a casual conversation that we would normally have. Um, but, but sort of that, you know, that's, that's the format is, is we do that. And so anytime we go in and turn on the mics, we'd know the format. We don't have to guess it. We just know it, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think that's the, like the format for you guys with that is, and it's generally 20 to 30 minutes. Like I would think uh, yeah roughly. we're trying to keep it short yeah like 20 to 30 minutes yeah because what i like about it is that um and you're not like necessarily forcing yourself into weekly or whatever like i think it's it may even be on a bit of a hiatus right now but the the format i think so many people could steal that format i think and have a really fun podcast because you even allow yourselves i know on various times when you record is like you know you allow yourselves to be like i actually didn't play much this week but here's what i'm hoping to play next week or like you know and and because mm-hmm. life happens obviously and it if to me it feels like a bit of like a an audio journal of your video game experience you know and so um i think you could apply that thing to like you said that stand up format even to so many other niches or topics or whatever that you're whether it's movies or tv or whatever and like it feels silly i know sometimes you're like what are your blockers and like well i have a life <laughs> have kids i can't play video games so it's not like you're going super deep into this philosophical reason why you you know you're stuck on the second level of mario but you know that yeah i mean that's our thing is like yeah uh you know you listen to video games podcasts and it's like well uh spider-man came out today and i finished it last week you know and you're just like how like <laughs> like you don't have a lo- job what yeah. don't what how, how do you how, how do you watch all the tiktok videos if you're playing video games? yeah how did you finish a game before it came out you know and you so you just have no like 
you know, and that's like professional video game journalism. Like that should totally be a thing. But but when you're a, a person with a Steam backlog or a Switch backlog, you know, you're just like, how? I don't have time to do this, you know. So our thing was just try to like, like you know, through through this podcast, we would have a vehicle to learn uh, or force us to pick up those games and mm-hmm. play those dumb games we've been thinking about, you know, for a while. And so, um, you know, and, and we can can get into indie games or triple A games or. Um, it's kind of become the Overwatch and Switch show, but um, <laughs> that's that's just because uh, we're addicted to over. We have an Overwatch minute now, so we have a new segment. Yeah, but um, but, but it has been on hiatus. Uh, had like I, I had c- quite a few health issues, not personally, but like my uncle got sick and passed away, uh, which is but it, that was sort of like a, a long deal. And then my my wife tore her ACL, so. And it was her driving leg. So surprise, I suddenly had two jobs <laughs> um, yeah. for for like carting kids around and stuff like that. So, you know, all the not not, you know, stuff happens. So it's not end of the world, but it, it was she's better now. But it, it's uh, it, it was a lot of like energy drain, you know, and so like getting on at nine o'clock to uh, record a podcast was impossible because I was asleep at seven. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, and even your, your, uh, obviously it's not like your career depends on this pod, that podcast per se. And also obviously you have to play a certain amount of games possibly to even be able to talk about our a game. And so if you're, mm-hmm. <laughs> if your only downtime is just finishing a level in a game and then like, yeah, shutting off the switch or whatever, it's tough to like, yeah, especially with kids, it's, I think what so we started out doing every week, right? On that, and we got about twenty episodes in. I think I could be way wrong on that, but um, and but I think I I want to. I think we're going to do every other week because if you do every week, like the chances are, you know, it's like, what'd you do last week? Oh, I was on level one of Hollow Knight, and then the next week, what'd you do this week? Well, I'm on level two yeah. of Hollow Knight. <laughs> you know, like the progression arc is not huge yeah. or dramatic i guess so so again that's another thing about podcasting what's your pacing right and so i we i think we're going to do every other week we might bring our friend in zach who's who's pretty knowledgeable about video games he's just he like we're like very like i liked it it was fun but he's way more critical like like um thoughtful i guess would be the right <laughs> term about games like what what is making it good why why did i like it so so I think that's kind of our our uh, our hope. So yeah, and it's it's fun. Like I I would encourage folks to go listen to it because it's even the back. Like it's one of those things that's fairly timeless in terms of like the games you talk about. I know there's multiple games. Uh, unfortunately, if you're if you're uh, the listener who has the Steam backlog, don't go into it thinking this is going to help motivate me to finish because you're just going to find out about more games you add to your Steam wish list or backlog that you didn't unfortunately even, yeah, yeah didn't come across so. before. So yeah, but I have had people say like oh I. I did like finish a game or just like you encouraged me to pick up a game and stuff like that. And so that's all, I mean, for me, it's just, I don't know. Games are fun because they have stories involved in them and art and interaction. And that's fun. Like yeah. we should experience that. You should try to experience a lot of different kinds of that, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. And that's, I think the, the, I like, the, I appreciate the positive angle on it too. I find so much, I feel like even podcasts and especially Twitter, obviously you're kind of like, it's like, okay, that's great. You liked it, but what did you not like about it? So I know 
how to rank you or this game or whatever. And like the unabashed kind of positive side, which um, going back to Alex Albrecht, there's a guy who was, he was on another show called Totally Rad Show. I don't know if you ever watched, followed him. Yeah, Totally Rad like, Show. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Jeff, uh, what's his name? Jeff Kanata. Like the, you follow the guy, like he definitely has his, you know, politics angle, which I, yeah, is, is one side of it. But like, he's so excited about ev- like everything. And like, it's not in like a Apple, like we joked about earlier, Apple's like, this is our best phone ever. And like, well, of course it is. Cause it's just the most recent one, but he's actually genuinely like pumped, excited about stuff. Like he, he's able to, you know, thinks critically, I think in stuff that I watch and hear him talk about, but just like that positive fun. And I think that's kind of too, where there's a place for the, you know, hypercritical kind of analyzing everything to death but also just like what did you love about this thing and 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 that kind of angle is is a lot of fun and that's there's another podcast i'll plug to in in, in the video game realm called the short game where they they do it's uh, i forget what the bio is it's like games that respect your time i think or something like that um yeah okay and it's just like yeah they don't so again like having a good focus they don't cover uh whatever the latest zelda even though they they play that they love that game obviously but it's kind of games that are shorter and and they can talk through, you can play through in a few hours and then they talk about them on the show. And it gives you just like a fun perspective on the game and, and maybe introduce you to a game you wouldn't have otherwise heard of. And, and it's also kind of, yeah, in this vein of like not a lot of time for stuff. It's here's an, an interesting way to find out about some new, new games. Yeah. I, I, uh, I listened to a podcast for a while. I forget the name, so I don't even want to try, but it was, uh, a couple or a few women talking about casual games like phone games, you know, right. and just because, you know, those are always kind of second class citizens in the AAA gaming world, you know, oh, that's, you know, but it, it was a good podcast. It was, just was like, oh, here's a game I picked up, you know, almost like Touch Arcade or what, or what is that what that blog is called? But yeah, um, but it was kind of like, yeah, I picked up this game. It's fun. It's addictive. It's, you know, I, I, I don't like it, blah, blah, blah. I, I thought that was really cool. Um, the uh, um, so yeah, there's there's gaming such a wide thing, but and even not digital video gaming. Like I've started watching let's plays on of board games. You know, right. yeah. Um, just because I like, well, I don't want to buy the game and then not <laughs> like it, right? So I were like, I just want to see how it goes and tell me, let me see if it's interesting. So, um, so I've started watching let's plays of it, board games because I'm just like. Tell me about it. Like, I want to see people play it. See if I want to have that experience. Yeah, which is great. Again, going back, circling back to like Twitch stuff too, is like there's Twitch channels where it's just like people, whether it's D&D or other, but like board physical mm-hmm. games. And then you don't have to, I mean, whether you love watching it every week or not, but like it, yeah, it gives you a taste of a game. So you know how, whether it's going to be fun for you or your family or your friends to actually buy or play. And um, there's actually a YouTube channel, I'll put it in the show notes too, a guy called actual law actual anyway where he okay. reviews board games exclusively and he's like a british guy oh. and and it's great like his it, well i i love it because his first his featured video on his channel is why you should never play monopoly again which i completely agree with and so it's kind of supported my <laughs> my politics on monopoly uh because my son loves monopoly <laughs> and i think it's a stupid game but anyway you put the you put your foot down yeah. this is capitalist propaganda <laughs> But he actually, like, he, he nails it for me. Like, it was like, oh, yeah, that is why I find this game so frustrating and annoying. And, like, you know, like, obviously, it's a bias that got confirmed, so I'm happy about it. Anyways, that's a random little tangent into the <laughs> game. No, <review>. no. <laughs> Again, it's uh, it's find your format and uh, try it out, you know? I, I You know, I, I feel like I, I think I have a blog post written about this, but you find your format, write it down, 
and try to sell people on just what you wrote down, you know, mm. like, and, um, because that formula will be the, the make or break of the podcast. I, I, I feel like, you know, and, and then just like a stew, how can you spice up that formula? You know, how can you augment that formula? Right. Um, another one was the, the one hour or 30 minutes, you know, I think for shop talk is one hour, you know, it's like a big kind of long format, like brewing discussion on multiple things, you know? Um, but a side quest is potentially half an hour because I was like, well, somebody at two X can do that on the drive to work. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, I think about that stuff, you know, and, and shop talk is, is at two X a there and back, you know, yeah. you know, sort of thing. And so, which is all fine, you know, but, um, one of these times I'm going to actually accidentally, cause I I'll edit sometimes at two X and I'll accidentally like export it at two X and not connect with the fact because <laughs> it sounds normal to me now almost like at 2x right and so we'll pub- i'm sure we'll publish an episode eventually here where i'm like it's at 2x all the 2x people are going to freak out because it's going to be at 4x when they listen to it yeah. and all the normal folks or whatever are not normal i didn't mean to, to hey, integrate the normies, normies. <laughs> uh uh one xers yeah. one xers <laughs> no i i'm man i i think about this a lot i i have you know all my browsers or whatever you can right click and go you know set the playback rate on videos and stuff like oh, that. oh right yeah you know youtubes and everything i'm always 2x but now i'm i'm like 2x is kind of slow buddy <laughs> what what's taking so You're long like, can we go <laughs> am i can i get 2.5 or 3 why why am i being limited so you're going to your drug dealer <laughs> just like i need a, I need yeah, a faster I know. just like hey buddy buddy hey I know, I know. Two, two X, two X. But just, just for the weekend. I just need something to just, get me through the just, weekend. I got, just got <laughs> powered through some content this weekend, buddy. So, yeah. all right. Well, uh, that's we're at the hour mark, I think, or, or thereabouts. So yeah. we'll stick to that for this show. Um, I guess I'll have links to the show in the show notes, obviously, to everywhere we've talked about. Goodstuff.fm slash smym slash one twenty three is this particular episode. Um, anything else you want to plug or mention by way of the um, one other podcast? Uh, two minute. Paul, uh, where I sit down with my friend, Paul Russo, and we, he dispenses wisdom two minutes at a time. Uh, he, he is a national treasure. Um, <laughs> so Paul, and we power through a six pack over the season. So it's really, uh, <laughs> really, uh, a quality formula again, back to the formula. So yeah. check that out. And I think you and I, Chris might have to do an after hours, uh, about the new iPads, the, the pros. So we'll, we'll have to. I'm thinking about getting one, so we'll have to we'll have to discuss this in detail. So, sounds good. I'll put that on the Patreon feed. There's a there's a good stuff Patreon feed. I don't know if that's going to happen today or tomorrow or whatever. But Patreon.com/slash/goodstuff. Kyle and I have soft launched it. I think is the the term that the kids use. Um, nice. So there's uh yeah we'll we'll throw some after hours discussions on there, extra podcast stuff, and uh, and I've and of course it's a way to just if you want to support what you see or hear, generally here here at goodstuff.fm, any of the shows, all the great shows that we do here, and you can uh, throw a couple bucks there, and uh, just helps pay for serving server costs and all that kind of stuff. keeps us keeps the lights on. As it were. Thanks, Dave. So, uh, folks, go check out uh, DaveRupert.com. Actually, is your blog, too. I was going to say where you do some writings, uh, blo- old school blog style, and uh, very thoughtful, very uh, great, not just web dev stuff, all sorts of stuff, and worth subscribing if you still have an RSS feed reader of handy <laughs> to subscribe to it. And then uh, on the Twitters, Davitron5000 for thoughtful thoughts on, I don't know, video games, web dev, and uh, kids, I guess. I don't know. 
There you go. Bad parenting. (laughs) And uh, thank you folks for listening. Thanks for watching. If you're out there on the YouTube channel watching us. Hey there, Chris here. One more time, just want to interrupt the outro music to quickly tell you that we have decided on a name for the community of podcasters that I'm trying to build. And so if you want to check it out at castaways.club, as in podcast, castaways, we're stuck on an island, I don't know, something like that. And uh, you can check out some of the last uh, emails that I sent out to folks, and then you can sign up for the mailing list as well if you'd like to be kept abreast of what's going on and uh, just stay informed. You can also follow it on Twitter, uh, twitter.com slash clubcastaways is what we had to go with because because other stuff was taken. So castaways.club or twitter.com slash club castaways. Either one, pick your choice or pick both. Thanks for listening again. Thanks for your support. See you later.